Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to a very, very, very short notice and special edition of Illinois with Bird and Cam. I've been playing. Holy shit. This is your boy Bird, and as always, the often funny and very beautiful Cam. Cam, how are you doing, my dear? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited for a little mini sode we have going on today. Yeah, so this is like, um, uh, this is very, again, very short notice. Like we had a, a very uh, special. Uh, let's see the music in the background. We had a very special fan of the fan of the program hit us up and said, "Hey, you know, this is something going on in my neck of the woods, and we like see if we want to discuss this." And like, fuck yeah! I mean, we, we, yeah, we, we guys, did. we always ask you guys, "Hey, if you got any cases, if you got anything, send it to us on Killing All with Bird and Cam on Facebook, the SoundCloud, or Twitter, and IG, whatever have you." And yeah, I mean, this is the shit that we live for. And Hell yeah, this, this is our favorite thing to talk about. We yeah. love it, love it, love it. This is also super, super recent too, Very. so hopefully we can follow up with more information. Yeah, and like Cam just hit it on the nail, like this happened two months ago. Like our case is like we've done something that's happened in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. No, this happened two fucking months ago. This shit is still going on. Yeah, this is going on. So, without further ado, do we do the fucking thing? Before we do that, we do want to remind everyone go. that it has been only two months, so the case is still active and everything's going on. So, what we're reporting is what we've gathered and what information we have gathered. So, if there's anything that we have said incorrectly, anything that offends, you know, the prosecuted, the victim, whomever it may be, please let us know. We're just here to report on what we found. You can email us at killinoispodcast at gmail.com. That's a K in front of Illinois. Um, and yeah, let's do the damn thing. Let's do it. So on May 24th of this year, the body of 42-year-old Robert L. Utter was found in his car just before 7.30 a.m. on Montgomery Street, east of Meridosa Boat Dock in Meridosa, Illinois, which neighbors Jacksonville out in Morgan County. So about an hour and some change from Springfield. Um, according to the Spring, uh, the Fox 25-27 Springfield affiliate, Utter was a volunteer EMT for Schuler County for over 23 years. And as we see from the people who knew him, Utter was described as a very upstanding hard worker who was a beloved father to a teenage daughter and also was described as a, a very, you know, great friend and a uh, hardworking colleague. And according to uh, one of his co-workers, Terry Millisdale, um, Legal, pardon me, um, I've known Bobby ever since his youth, he said. I had him in Boy Scouts through explorations throughout school classes and watched him grow up. Um, a hole is always going to be there, and it will get smaller, but we will continue moving forward and providing the service we have here and that he was part of. Director of the Schuler County Emergency Services, Michael Hardy, echoed the glowing sentiments, saying, even just poking your head up during an ambulance transfer, just to make sure he wasn't asleep yet. He wasn't only an employee, he was also a friend, and it just hits as close as it hits home this time, Hardy said. In Morgan, 
Morgan County Coroner Jeff Flair conducted an autopsy shortly thereafter at the Memorial Medical Center in Springfield, Illinois. And this happened the following day. And it was revealed that Utter died of multiple stab wounds, concluding that he thinks this was an isolated incident and that the public was not in any danger. Illinois State Police took over the investigation and ISP haven't really released much information about the case after that. So the Illinois State Police stated that they were going to be working collaboratively to solve the case with the assistance of the Meridosha PD, Morgan County Sheriff's Office, and Morgan County State Attorney as, of course, the murder happened in their jurisdiction. And a week in an investigation, there appeared to be a sort of a break in the case in form of an 18-year-old from Meridosha, Justin Dustin A. Finlaw. As he was arrested in a rain in Morgan Circuit Count, uh, Finlaw of 407 Lake Road in Meridosha was accused of aggravated assault of two police officers assigned to the other case, resisting arrest, and more importantly, Cam, falsifying information and destroying a cell phone believed to have evidence about the homicide investigation. Now, according to the Jacksonville Journal Courier, Finlaw had appeared in court on May 31st, but was unresponsive to questioning from the judge uh, assigned Chris Reef. Finlaw didn't answer questions from Reef regarding his understanding of the charges or the possible outcomes, despite several attempts by the judges to get an answer out of him. And the state's attorney, uh, Gray Knoll, said Finlaw appeared cooperative, and he interacted with law enforcement officers during interviews, and he really seemed to understand what was taking place at the time of the original investigation. Knoll stated that the judge asked me if law enforcement has had any problem or unresponsiveness from Finlaw. But that was the complete opposite. Mm. He was really engaged in the interviews and engaged with the law enforcement. He showed no signs of not understanding. Mm. He was also, Finlaw was also charged with resisting a peace officer after authorities said he knowingly resisted the performance of an officer in an authorized act within his official capacity. Being the rest of the defendant, and he failed to comply with the verbal commands of an officer, officer, such as resisting and adding harm and cause of an injury. Mm-hmm. He was also charged with two counts of obstructing justice. So, and according to those court documents, Finlaw lied to the police about his whereabouts during the time of the homicide. And he coincidentally destroyed a cell phone that police believe contained evidence related to the homicide. Finlaw, with the the intent to prevent apprehension, uh, knowingly destroyed or altered physical evidence in that he destroyed or altered his cellular telephone, which they think contained evidence relevant to an investigation of first-degree murder. And again, this is all assumptions. Yeah. So we fast forward to July 11th, about three, four weeks ago. Uh, Finlaw, had, Finlaw had another court appearance, and he waived his right to a pretrial hearing on those charges while entering a not guilty plea. Now, if convicted, he on all charges, he will be uh, facing possibly seven years. So Morgan County, and on top of that, Morgan County officials, for its part, announced that they are waiting additional evidence before deciding whether to elevate those charges to either Finlaw or pursuing them to someone else. So... That said, let's backtrack a second and kind of freestyle 
on this with some questions of our own. So, like, the first thing when we first kind of got together and, like, talked about this case was, like, what connection, if there is any, does Dustin Finlaw have with Robert Utter? I mean, they are more than half ages apart. Utter was 42. Uh, Finlaw was 18. They came from different walks of life, different backgrounds. Utter is an EMT. He was seen as a pillar of his community for over 20-something years. Finlaw, again, I mean, he's just out of high school. I, I, exactly. just, don't see, I just don't see the correlation. And again, yeah, go. I just, I just, it blows my mind. We were talking about this earlier, and yeah. it, it's not like... Not that I know of yet. Again, there's a lot of information that hasn't been released. Exactly. But um, from what we've gathered, there's no sign of it being gang-related. Mm -hmm. There's no sign of it, of them even knowing each other. And from what we know is you stab someone multiple times, it's pretty personal. Yeah. I mean, again, if this is a robbery and the police, again, as we have stressed many times, folks, police haven't revealed any, if any of his contents were taken from the scene, they haven't revealed any pertinent, you know, information whatsoever, but again, if this was a robbery that escalated to murder, I mean, that's probably to happen every once in a while, but again, there was a lot of blood found at the crime scene, and again, like you just alluded to, a stabbing as uh, compared to us true crime buffs, in comparison to that of a shooting, is again, much, much more personal, and again, he was, Utter was found with multiple stab wounds, so he like, the assailant really wanted him to die. And another weird thing that I kind of noticed, too, with this assailant, or this whole situation that we kind of discussed is, we, we've we been stating that uh, Utter was an EMT. Yeah. But where his car was located was not exactly en route to where he was supposed to be for work. Um, again... We have not found, none of this evidence comes from the actual investigation. These are all our guesstimations, or estimate, or estimations, excuse me, guesstimations and our assumptions. Mm -hmm. So, we're just winging it right now. And yeah. I just find it odd that a 19-year-old, 18-year-old, and 42-year-old are hanging out when they're not related. Mm -hmm. Especially when one's supposed to be going to work in a different direction, and it's 7.30 in the fucking morning. In front of a school? Like, in front of a it's school. asking to be found. Yeah. And yeah, that, we didn't even, we didn't mention that. So, he was, the, the body was located uh, in his car right by elementary school. And that school had to be held on lockdown. Because they didn't know if it was any correlations whatsoever. So, I mean, this is just very, very kind of uh, a, a bizarre. It's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. It's very bizarre. It's, it's, things don't really add up because, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people, us being crime busts, we look straight to his relationships, you know, we see, okay, is he in a relationship with someone, does he have significant others, does he have exes, does he have, you know, relatives he doesn't get along with, things like that, that's the first place to look because, again, these stab wounds are something yeah. personal. And usually, what's it, like 90%? of a murder of that kind of nature, more often than not, it's going to be somebody he knows is a significant other, especially if it's like a domestic uh, situation like that. 
and I guess we're kind of getting our heads ahead of ourselves, but um, should we just go into the weird interaction that you had? With, yeah, uh, I mean, I had, you know, I've, I've heard a couple rumors, um, you know, I heard he has an ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Don't know how recent that divorce is. Don't know if they're friends or not. You know, my parents are divorced. They're best friends. So, um, but since this is so recent, this is so new, um, it's in a general area that we know we um, knew people related, not related to the story, but related to the, the town and the mm-hmm. area. Um, I did my stalking. Most women do. Um, <laughs> I rocked out with my cock out <laughs> for a good five minutes and found... <laughs> Um, Utter's girlfriend, uh, I want to say about a year and a half from what I could gather, and uh, I uh, I contacted her, you know, I, I made sure to talk with Birdman, make sure I said everything right, because sometimes I sound like a total dick when I don't oh, mean to be. Oh, ain't that the fucking truth. And he confirmed that I sounded very, you know, very nice, very empathetic, and, uh, you know, so I sent it to her, you know, and I, and I ensured her, you know, that... She doesn't have to talk about it she's not ready, you know, and I, you know, sent the sympathy I could send and let her know that we want to get, you know, this word out that this is an important case to us that um, somebody like this, it shouldn't happen to. And, yeah. Um, I was excited to see the reaction and see what she had to say. Um, not simply because I wanted to see her cry or anything, just see what her side of the story was mm-hmm. um, to what she knew, you know. And all she did was laugh at my comment that I, or my message that I sent her, hmm. sent me a thumbs up and then blocked me. Oh. And it was really, I was really confused. I don't know if it's because our podcast is called Kill Annoying. She thought this was a joke when it's not. Mm-hmm. Or, or she's hand, you know, or she's still really upset about it. I know I would be overly emotional still if I lost my significant other. Yeah, for Um. But I would prefer her saying, hey, fuck you, don't talk to me, (laughs) versus a laugh and a thumbs up, because that makes me think 108 things. Yeah, and like I said, while she's, you know, relaying the story again, like, I am am reading the screenshot that Cam had sent me, and like like I said, I went over with her, and was like, look, uh, you know, grieving, we all have different modes of grieving, right? And again, this happened just two months ago, but again, looking back from this message, like, we tried to make it as appropriate and sensitive related as possible like you know this is a very difficult time you know in your life right now but you know we're trying to get this word out you know hopefully if this could go to getting you know getting justice for you if you will and you know she had it was very very just a response that you wouldn't expect out of somebody it was just I'm really hoping she's just not Facebook capable mm-hmm. and she accidentally did that and just meant to block me. Um, but damn. Yeah. Damn, dude. Like, I'm just trying to help you. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We have 106 ideas of what could happen, you know, yeah. from family members to there could be a low key drug lord going on thing going on right now, for yeah. all we know. That's not really on the top of our list of things. That could happen, but it's in there. So, do we, should, should, should we should we go into detail about our theories, kind of like just really freestyle with this shit? I mean, yeah, we. I mean, I do. I don't want to like totally. I don't want to get in trouble because it's yeah. not a case. But 
I want to look at the big picture of everything. You know, there's multiple. Something has to be going on. Yeah. Meridosia has what a thousand people in it. Mm-hmm. It's still bigger than 500 people, but it's not big enough for people not to know what's going on with everybody. Yes, and um, every spike, every fucking small town, and like how we see in like investigation discovery or snap when they act when they do small towns it's like everybody knows everyone's secrets and something happened someone's not talking about it Mm -hmm. i don't know why he i mean granted there's a lot of steps that still have to be taken to find out if the individual who's in cuffs is actually guilty um I mean, there's things, it's weird that he's only 18, 19, and I don't know if, you know, there's any other siblings or step-siblings he has or what. Step-siblings, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Step-kids or anything that are against him, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, we don't know much about his ex-wife, we don't know much about his girlfriend, we don't know much about their background, other than he's got a daughter and there's been a... um, a, f- a foundation, I believe, that's yeah. been set up for her. So, yeah, a um, college fund. A, f- a fund that's yes. been set up for her, for her to continue to her uh, education, which is awesome. Um, so, yeah, there's just so many different things I could think of. I just don't think it's gang-related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I, it's more personal. Someone who knew him mm-hmm. knew did this. So, again, like, all... As of right now, it seems that all signs are going to lead to, A, what comes of the Dustin Finlaw trial and his interaction with police. And again, that, what is he going to tell the police? Do they have a smoking gun, that that, that evidence that just like, exactly. okay, blow this whole shit together? Um, but again, as as of right now, this case remains an open and ongoing investigation and as again there's no further information is available as the isp has not released any pertinent information now are they again as we said we are they do they have some potentially smoking gun evidence that they're withholding as to not compromise some shit who knows but it's been two months and some change and the only thing we know other than what we've talked about so far is that Family and friends are still looking for justice, and it's sad that they're still waiting. And that, yeah, you want to chime in? And it's, I, I really hope, you know, a lot, bleh, a lot of times with smaller towns, smaller communities, this isn't a common thing that happens, mm-hmm. murder. It's not like where we're from where yeah. 98 people get shot at and injured or killed or it's a very uncommon thing. It doesn't happen a lot, which means there's not a lot of homicide detectives on the scene. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of people trained and ready right. to handle a crime scene such as that's been handled. So I just hope that all the proper steps have been taken so we can get the right person in there. You know, it, if it is this kid, then it's this this kid. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't consider him a kid because 18 is considered an yeah. adult, but he's acting like a child if... If it is him for no blatant reason or whatever his reason is and it's nobody else, then fuck this kid. But yeah. if there's more behind this and the kid gets away, is the only one that gets blamed, then fuck the people that haven't gotten blamed yet, I guess. I don't know. 
perfectly said. And if you guys have any information involving this incident, contact uh, Illinois State Police District 9 at 217-786-6677. Again, that is 217-786-6677. Or hit us up, up on our IG or Facebook at Killinois with Burden Cam. That's Killinois with a K in front of Illinois with Burden Cam. Um, we're going to be following this case closely as updates should come. And when the shit pops, hopefully when the shit pops, we will definitely be bringing you an episode in full. And, we're um, about to follow up on that shit. Oh, yeah. We gonna we be... should try and go to the, the fucking court oh. case thing. Have you, have you ever been in a court? Have you ever been in a court, like, courtroom before? Not for murder. <laughs> <laughs> For other reasons, yeah. Oh boy. Well, we'll, we'll plead the I'll plead the fifth of Jameson on that, but we're gonna be on this shit like uh, shit on uh, flies on shit. So there we go. Yeah, bees on honey. There we go. Um, again, guys, thank you so much. Uh, this is very good. This episode came up on short notice. We we were contacted about this on Thursday, and we were going off. Uh, Friday was my national holiday, my birthday. Uh, Twenty six club, both of us. Uh, welcome. And I was like, man, you know, we can, uh, if, if I don't get that much drunk, we might as well can do this one on Friday night. And it's like, oh, I got, got shit to do. And like, well, but we got this as soon as we could. And, you know, yeah. we get the word Our out. weekends, we were a little fucked up. <laughs> oh, my God. That's probably another. That's probably going to be like a Killinois, just the, the bullshit episode. Oh. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a bullshit episode where we just shoot the shit, just talk. Cause oh, we talk. my God. That probably might be two hours in of its own. Good Lord. That, that will be, have to be, that will have to be your next in-person one. Yes, yes. For sure, yes, for sure. Yes, And so. so that said, guys, thank you very much. Um, we will be coming at you with a, another episode very soon. Um, for Killer Cam, this is Bird. Saying Let's goodbye. do the damn thing. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Too sweet.